Bienvenidos, everybody. This is another episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. I don't actually know what that means. It means Bien good venido. something. Venidos, is that morning? Uh, isn't it an evening? I don't know. Anyway, it's this is It's the Kid Michael Show. I'm your host, Kid Michael. I'm joined by my co-host, Kevin Anderson. I have to look up what this means. I, I really oh, it just means welcome. Okay. You're yeah, right. Okay. So that worked. Uh, anyway, um, been a bit of a rocky upload schedule lately. It's finals time in grad school. Uh, so it's all on me, I guess. My bad. But um, we are going to be... Uh, we have one other episode after this left in season three, which is weird because it, it, it snuck up on me at the end of season three. Um, and then we'll... So we're going to do a holiday special, and then we're going to go into season four. But I think the way we're doing it, if I'm correct, is that... Uh, we're going back, like, starting this week and then moving forward, we're going back to the weekly schedule to try to drum up uh, some hype for the show again. Because it, it's we seem to do better on, on the weekly schedule. Um, and I only ever switched from it because uh, it was harder for George to do weekly, I think. Maybe I'm just blaming him for nothing. But if you guys um, haven't noticed, I'm not George. Yeah, so we can do weekly. Or we hope we can do weekly. We're going to try it. And, uh, but other than that, yeah, um, some unfortunate news, devastating for me, but no one else is going to care. Uh, is this podcast related? Um, so I, I'm doing a, like an animation for the podcast, uh, that's been like a, a school project for me. And so, um, I needed the podcast logo and, um, you know, I I don't have the original PD PSD for the the logo that I created. I if you guys don't know, I created the 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 logo and the art for this show and also for higher education. Um, so and the way I do fonts is I like I mix and match public domain fonts, and I like I, I are you laughing at me or is that are you just blowing air? Just just breathing. Sorry, I can okay, move my mic away. Really insecure. Wow. Um. Uh, so yeah, I, I get public domain fonts and I alter them to be like their own thing, like just skew them a little bit. Uh, and so it's the Kid Michael show. Like the 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 logo had two fonts in it. Uh, and those of you who have been Kid Michael heads for a while know that we had a really bad logo before. No, this is our third logo. Our, our third logo, including art. Our second logo, including text. If that makes sense. So. The first logo, for those of you who are like from way in the beginning, said it's the Kid Michael show. Like it had two S's and no one pointed that out to me. And that's actually where most of my trust issues come from is the fact that no one ever said anything about that. Um, now I'm laughing at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, because like people were like, yeah, the show's great. And no one was pointing out like how stupid that looked. Uh, and then one day I just noticed and I was like, fuck. And then like I had rasterized it or something in Photoshop. So I was like, rather than change this, why don't I just make a better one? Because it did suck, so I made a better one, and then I made an even better one. Um, and the logo, we season four was going to be the launch point for a new logo anyway, uh, in terms of artwork, because I don't look that way anymore. Um, I've been losing weight. Uh, today I'm 141.2, and I'm finally, on my Weight Watchers app, I've gone, starting this morning, I've gone from weight loss to weight maintenance, so I'm going to start eating a little more again. Um because I've reached my goal. And 
uh, and I grow a mustache. So I, I look, I don't know, have we ever even addressed that on the show? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Um, oh, no, we would have. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to do, we were due for a new logo just to better represent the show. But the font was going to remain the same because it's fucking perfect. Uh, this is a really long roundabout way to tell this story. Um, but, you know, I, like I said, I get my fonts public domain. But I guess, you know, sometimes fonts go from the public domain to private, privately owned. I don't know exactly how that works, but because uh, th that's the only explanation I have because I know for a fact that I only download public domain fonts. I don't pay for them ever, and I don't pirate them. Um, but tracking down the fonts again to remake the logo, um, it seems that <laughs> the Kid Michael thing, that's good, but the It's The and Show specifically are now privately owned fonts and we can't use them that's hilarious but they were so fucking perfect which is why i'm devastated because i, I i'm i'm looking at different fonts to replace them now and there's just, none of them compare wingdings that it's not even there's no letters in wingdings i know <laughs> how Confused would that the shit out of people no but it was like I like I said, am I right when I told you like you're not gonna give a shit? But I'm like devastated about this. Uh, let Let's let people into the background process a little bit here. So Michael and I don't write notes for this show. What we'll we, do is we'll start a conversation and then realize we should just talk about this on the show. Yeah, we so, usually write notes, or we, we're supposed to. Like that's part of the show's format. But I don't yeah. end up doing it a lot. But our notes are our Facebook chats. Yeah, we'll, we'll both start complaining about something, and then we'll be like, we should probably save this for the show. Yeah, And today, I was running late. <laughs> and Michael texts me and he goes, you're not going to care. No one is. But this is really annoying. And it's podcast related. I said I and said it was devastating. I think it was devastating. Yes. Yeah. And because right. I mean, you, you don't care, right? No, I like. But it, it, I don't know if you had the logo in front of you right now looking at it. It's that the, the, that font is so fucking perfect to go with that logo. And now I can't use it. It's driving me nuts. And every every other font I try that's public domain is not as good. Time to start copywriting I, fonts. Here's the thing, though, that that shows what a uh, what a broke asshole I am is that uh, the only thing holding us back from continuing to use that logo is like thirty dollars. You get a thirty dollars <laughs> perpetual license to use it. I don't. I have to. I have to look into it. But it, it, it seems like the the fee to use the font is thirty dollars. I don't uh, know for sure, but fuck, man. Oh my! When I was in college, one of my um, one of my assignments was to make a website like like kevinanderson.com. dot com. Now you mm -hmm. all know my last name. Oh no! I um, say it every time. Oh yeah, you do at the yeah. end. So who cares? Uh, and there's like a website to Google if your uh, if your name if there's anyone selling your name as a domain, and mm. mine was apparently bought during the uh, the dot com bubble mm -hmm. and never sold because it would have cost me nine thousand dollars to buy that domain. <laughs> I someone hacked and stole. Uh, I wonder if this was during the dot com bubble. When was the dot com bubble? Early two thousands. How old would we have been? five or six i let, let me google no, it, the timeline doesn't add up then but someone did hack and steal a website for me when i was little because i did used to own a website it was called flameheroes.com or some shit like that i wonder if it's still out there i wouldn't look it up because it's probably fucked now yeah uh but it was like i would i would like put superheroes on there that i had quote created 
Um, someone stole that from little kid Michael. Yeah, from actual kid Michael. Yeah, what a which dick. is really fucked. Uh, like you, you spent three seconds on that website, and it's clear that a child runs it. Um, I but, yeah. I know several people who were writing their own like blogs about things, uh-huh. and they never copyrighted the name, or they never copyrighted uh like their design and someone would just go in steal all of their stuff and copyright it and they couldn't fight it it's really messed yeah. up out there man yeah no it was, it was the wild west back then those days of the internet i mean i guess you could still do that but it still is yeah i mean yeah. this happened three four years ago um yeah on a related note i think i told you this already but uh I I looked into the, I I don't want to get too much into AI art here because it's like such a touchy, touchy subject, my friends. But out of curiosity, there's a website where you can look up if your art has been used to quote teach AI art, which just means they take your art and they like use it as part of their algorithm. They make a computer look at it. Yeah, uh, and then arguably steal from it. Um, uh, yeah. So I I I put in some of my art. I think like two pieces. But the, the point is they some there is some ai out there that has been fed the it's the kid michael show logo that's hilarious yeah i don't know what the fuck it could do with that make make us a better logo i guess maybe but like how would it how would it prompt like how would you prompt it like do you just put in it it's the kid i don't know um i just think it's kind of funny uh it wouldn't be funny. funny if it was my livelihood and that was something that i sold to someone but um, in this case, it was like, wow, that's you. You wanted that? They didn't take my other logo, which is uh, the higher education one. Uh, so hmm. they're still good. I, I say mys if I didn't sell it to them. But um, it's your baby. Yeah. Uh, so it's a big week. It's, it's the week of Avatar: The Way of Water. So, all right. Um, seasons greetings to all all those who celebrate. I'm. I know I I haven't even asked you and I already know but that you're not but I'm so fucking hyped for that movie. I want to see it. I it takes a lot to get me hyped for a movie. I want to mm-hmm. see it, but I'd have to go to like Manhattan to like a real movie theater yeah. to see. And it. it's so also that's what I did for the first sold out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I figure in a month it'll be a little bit more accessible. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't it remains to be seen like what the case will be for this. But the thing about avatar particularly but but most james cameron blockbusters are like this but avatar was like the most extreme example um uh, is the, the reason most james cameron blockbusters are successful is not because they uh make it in santa mountain their opening weekend which is how most like yeah. marvel movies and shit make their money it's because for whatever reason james cameron movies have insane legs so like it'll make an okay amount in an opening weekend but it'll keep have it'll keep staying at number one for like yeah over a month like it'll be out longer than most movies are out and still be number one so if that's the case then i don't it, it could still be hard in like a month <laughs> to... if that's the case i'll go to our rinky dink little uh little movie theater near me and, and watch mm-hmm. it in their version of imax yeah i i have to find somewhere to see it in 3d because that's the way you got to go for like no other movie i'm surprised theaters even still have real d 3d installed because i can't think of like the last time i've gone to a 3d movie except for the re-release of the first avatar what movie i had to see a movie in 3d i forget what it was it's because any other movie it's a gimmick but like my man cameron he knows how to he knows how to 
implement 3D the way no other director can. Um, the last Marvel movie I saw was I had to see it in 3D because the regular showing was sold out. Oh, you know what? I think I I think I had to see Infinity War in 3D. It might have been Infinity War. Did we go together? I, no, I saw Infinity <laughs> no. War. I saw Infinity War the day it came out on a on like a whim. Like I was in school. This was undergrad, and I was with uh, Jacob Assel, who's um I think been on the podcast before, and um we were just hanging out between classes and we were bored out of our minds. And I was like, how long, how long till the next class? He's like, like three hours. And I was like, let's just see infinity war. And he was like, you want to go to a movie in the middle of a school day? And I was like, why not? And he was like, yeah. okay. And then we just went to a movie and then went back to school after, which is such a weird thing. God, I miss college so much, but yeah, um, there's like parts of college I don't miss, but there was fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. What were you saying? I was gonna say movies feel like such like a bookend thing. Like that's the uh, end of your day. Yeah, you start <laughs> you you do a matinee or you do a night movie. Yeah, but like to to have a class and then go to the movies and then go back to school. Yeah, that, you would think wild. that you'd be like bummed out of your mind because like you just came from the movies, but there was something like like it it lifted up your day a little bit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you felt so cool walking into walking into the room and like. I didn't have a lot of friends in undergrad outside uh, of my like close circle, so no one would give a shit. But I, like, if if anyone would listen to me, I'd be like, "You don't even know where I just came from, do you?" Like, I'd I'd feel so cool about that. Um, I did. Sure. I this I, similarly. I I saw the Last Jedi in the morning and then went to school. That was another time I did something like that. I couldn't do that. I I, I could not. Like, I wouldn't be able to turn my brain on after like watching a movie. Yeah. Like, I couldn't do it in the morning. I could do it in the middle of the day because my brain had already been functioning I, that day. I go to movie uh, early movies a lot just because matinees are cheaper and movies are fucking, like, insanely expensive these days. Yeah. Um, oh, I haven't been to the movies in forever. I thought Black Panther was going to get me to go back to the theater, but then I was like, like, I, I care about Black Panther, I guess. But I was like, I don't know. I got school. I, I mean, I guess that's most of it is that I'm busy, but, like, I, I for some reason I had no drive to. I, I guess I still could see Black Panther, but now people, like I need to see Avatar. Most of the people I know who who usually talk up Marvel movies haven't really been mentioning Black Panther much. I think Thor really killed a lot of people's oh, interest yeah, like, for Thor, a little while. Mm-hmm. That, that was <laughs> such a fucking awful movie. Speaking of bad movies, should we talk about DC? Uh, yeah, that was what we talked about. Um, I mean, you were alluding to earlier about talking and then being like, we should talk yes. about this on the show. The reason, so, as of this recording, um, the most sad, funny, humiliating part of the, the, the story of, like, James Gunn taking over DC and all this is that Henry Cavill, who was told by Warner Brothers probably less than a month ago to go on social media and announce that he's back as Superman, has been told again by Warner Brothers to go back on social media and say that he's not Superman again. Wasn't he in Black Adam? He was. Which uh, so confusing. So, so this is anyway. They canceled Wonder Woman three, right? Well, dang. The odds of Ezra Miller coming back as a Flash are like fucking astronomically low. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't act in prison. Yeah. Um. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, Ben Affleck. Uh, J- Ben Affleck's obviously gone. Yeah, he's uh, out. J- the the big rumor 
that seems real is that Jason Momoa is not going to play Aquaman anymore, but is instead going to play Lobo. But why? It's just going to get so confusing. No, for your so, average. so anyway, here's what I wanted to talk about in the pod because I told you I had a take about this whole thing that I wanted to I wanted to get in recording. Yes. Um. We are probably. Because, you know, at this point, they're going to directors and actors and telling them we have to part ways with you. So they're canceling everything, it seems like. They're starting from scratch. We're like a week away from Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like, being in his Kanye era. Like, <laughs> they're going to sit him down, and they're going to tell him you are no longer Black Adam, and he's going to lose his fucking mind. Yeah. Because he was I don't think people. I don't think anyone's that. prepared for, like, how insane... Because you got to think about... Um, if you go a few years back, uh, The Rock, the people don't remember that The Rock was planning a presidential campaign. Oh yeah. So there, he had like three ways his career could go. One is he could have a arguably viable presidential campaign. I wouldn't fucking vote for The Rock, but people like, would. There, people would like he had a path to the White House. Um. He could stay in the Fast and Furious franchise and make a fuck ton of money, but he left that because he didn't like Vin Diesel. So those two things are gone now. The only thing – he sacrificed both of those things to be Black Adam, and the, and it's destroyed his reputation at the box office. Like I, there, used, there used to be this idea that like, you could make a shit movie, but The Rock would bring people. And it, yeah. it doesn't feel that way anymore. And if he loses Black Adam, he's going to lose his fucking mind. Could go back to wrestling. Uh, I I don't know. I I think I really think he's gonna go on like a pub. I don't know if he's gonna like go DefCon three on the Jews or anything, but I think <laughs> I think he's gonna he's gonna like have some shit to say about like Hollywood execs and and James Gunn and all that shit. He's gonna go insane. Zachary Levi is gonna go pretty nuts too because uh, if Black Adam's out, like I'm pretty sure he's gonna get fired at Shazam. And there's a there's a really uncomfortable clip of Zachary Levi at like a comic convention in south america i think it was panama maybe and um someone asked him about like the new dc thing whether or not he's still shazam and he was like uh i love uh james gunn and the other guy whose name i don't know he's like they're both my friends one of them is actually a producer on the shazam movies uh and then james gunn uh when he didn't hire me as star lord you know uh recommended me as shazam so uh they're both my friends and so now they're my bosses which is great and I have to assume that there is a plan for me as Shazam in the future. And if not, they're not my friends. Jesus. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's so fucking awkward to watch because everyone in the audience is just like, jeez. I, I would be a lot more disappointed if he didn't return as Shazam than if mm -hmm. The Rock didn't return as Black Adam. I, I also just read, and like this is completely unverified, but it's funny enough that I've decided it's true, that um, they offered... Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson to appear in the new Shazam, and he turned it down. I don't know why he wants to headline the DC universe as a Shazam villain, but never show up in anything Shazam related. That that is a choice. He apparently doesn't like the Shazam movies, even though he's a producer on them too. By the way. So then, oh god, this is just, actors are. I something else. I guarantee you, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Why do I keep calling him Dwayne? I gotta, I gotta pick one. I, 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 I guarantee you, The Rock doesn't give a shit about anything like lore or like 
anything about Black Adam except he opened up like a DC encyclopedia, found the suit he liked, and was like, take that suit and just make it the rock. You know what I mean? He didn't give a shit what was attached to it. Yeah. I, I... And I don't the know. fact that, that Black Adam isn't a popular ca- uh, character made it even better for him because he was like, great, now he's just the rock. Because you can't just do like the rock, Superman as the rock, because it's like, that's not Superman, that's the rock. But Black yeah. Adam, you can be like, uh, okay. They should make him Wonder Woman. Um, I, w- I would watch that. Yeah, I I feel so fucking bad for, for Henry Cavill, but I'm so psyched to see The Rock lose his mind. I mean, he's got <laughs> enough money. He'll live. He'll yeah. live. He'll live comfortably if he his never does another movie again. Destroyed. Like, we're not talking about a guy's life being ruined. We are talking about a guy's like hype being ruined. You know what I mean? And he'll still like, headline the, the WrestleMania momentum. this year. Yeah, but the momentum of his acting career, I think, is shattered. Because... Especially because it, it it apparently people are saying that because there was a like a thing that came out saying that that uh, Black Adam lost the studio money, and then yeah. there was another thing that came out from another. Uh, publication saying actually we have internal documents that say that they they made money on on um, black adam and then another thing came out that said that uh the rock leaked like documents to a publication to make it seem like the movie made money it wasn't even good as like a joke yeah it's just who cares like the rock yeah, it, is didn't, it. it didn't have that morbius touch you know what i mean of like this is also funny yeah at least for a minute i don't know if morbius is still funny <laughs> to people but like there was no like like there's nothing oh, no actually that's not true because there was that one thing about like the hierarchy of the dc universe is about to change that was the one part of it that was like meme to hell and back but the rest of it is like who cares yeah it's Black Adam is a good character in comics every mm-hmm. six months when I feel he should show up, but mm-hmm. in his own solo movie. And it was weird. All the marketing for that movie, it felt it felt like Deadpool, like the first Deadpool, but not funny, clever, or unique. You know what it is? It's like if uh what's it what's an actor that's like the rock adjacent? Vin Diesel. <laughs> Yeah, sure. It's like a Vin Diesel. Jason Statham. Let's just do Vin Diesel. I already picked it. Uh, yeah. Vin Diesel shows up uh, at like a comic convention with DC, and he's like, uh, "I'm working with DC on a new movie. It's going to headline the DC universe. So we're going to bring back DC movies, and everything is going to revolve around this. And the movie is Reverse Flash." Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's what I... that's what Black Adam is. <laughs> So yeah, I don't like. I never had any faith in in Black Adam, uh, revving the DC universe back up. Um, I don't even have that much faith that like I, I give. I think I give James Gunn a little more credit than everyone else's in terms of, like everyone's like, no, they're not. They're gonna fuck it up again. I think, I think they have at least a, a, a chance to do some things right this time. Um. I- but, but they are bogged down by how fucking ugly this breakup is. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like they're announcing, you know, we're starting over with like three movies left to go. Right? We have The Flash, Blue Beetle, and uh, Aquaman 2. Didn't they also announce another Shazam movie? Oh, yeah. F- four. Because yeah, that one's yeah. coming out next. So four movies about to come out. And 
and we're, like you you basically just broadcast to the entire world to not watch them you know what i mean which I is which is not fair moment. like you, we shouldn't view movies that way but that is that's the reality we live in right yeah it, i i don't think they can fix it but I, I just don't think it's possible to get people to care again. I think it is, but... Um... But we don't even know, coming up, they're not doing Henry Cavill because they want to do a younger Superman. Mm-hmm. But weren't they replacing Superman with Superwoman? What are you talking about? There's no weren't Superwoman. There... You Supergirl? No, there's... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, she was. she's in The Flash. So... They're not going forward with that. Okay. As someone who doesn't pay intense attention, it's just going to get confusing, and the movies are going to have to be really, really good to get people to go. Yeah. Um, I think after, the, I don't know what the last movie on the slate is for this current version of the DC Universe or whatever, I think you need like like a three-year break from movies, except for like the, the, the Batman series, which is its own thing. Just take a three-year hiatus. Just to get people to forget, like, just to make it not no longer part of the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. People have short attention spans. I'm sure they could wait, like, three years and pull it off. And they're going to start with the Green Lantern again, and it's all going to come rushing Su- back. They're starting yeah, with I Superman, know. apparently. Well, that would make um, sense. They should just do... Honestly, they should just be doing, like... Um, I'm assuming they're going to do Justice League again. So they might as well just do Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Arrow. Not Green Arrow, shit. Jesus. Green Lantern. Who the fuck cares about Green Arrow? <laughs> really uh, the integral part of the uh, Justice League. Yeah, no, I guess Cyborg, if they're still into that, and uh, Aquaman. Uh, I prefer Martian Manhunter over Cyborg, but that's just a me thing. Yeah, but depending on which Green Lantern they pick, they might uh, they might need to put Cyborg in there. Yeah, if they're doing Hal Jordan. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're going to want to... Uh... It's amazing that the, the the Avengers came out in like 2012 and it was just all white people. Yeah. Amazing that they didn't... They didn't think... Like, that, that didn't get any flack at the time. And then they've just slowly been putting black people on the team. The wild part of that, too, by the way, this is a tangent, but the part that was always funny to me about that is that, like, War Machine existed already. Yeah. Like, it was introduced. But... Not on the team, I guess. No, there's. You could sit the alien invasion out, buddy. It's yeah, fine. only only the white heroes got to be in the Avengers. <laughs> only they were invited. And then the second movie came out, and it wasn't until a bunch of the white Avengers left the team that they were like, "All right, now the Falcon and, and War Machine can be on the team." <laughs> How long until we get Shang Chi? Uh, that guy. Okay. Shang-Chi, the actor that plays in Simon, Simu, uh, I don't want to say his name wrong. Let me look it up. Well, I, you know, the actor that plays Shang-Chi, such a fucking loser. Really? Have you not, like, seen him posting, like, online and shit? First of no. all, there was a whole thing about, if you go on Reddit, there's, like, a, he probably deleted it now, but you can find, like, screenshots of it. People were, like, having a discussion about, like, pedophiles and, like, the, um, uh, I don't even know how to put it, like the uh, morality of pedophilia. Oh, um, no. And he he chimes in like, hey, I'm an actor who's playing a pedophile in a movie or something. And uh, after doing a lot of research, I feel like I 
I can I can come at this at a more nuanced angle. And I don't remember what his take was. I just remember that it was oh. not something you'd want a Marvel star to have on his record. Oh, I found it. What did he say? Let me find his exact wording because this is like everything's paraphrased. Uh, Simu Liu, by the way, is his name. Yeah. From a biological standpoint, it's no different than being gay. Wait, wait, okay, hold on. Because we got to figure out how we're going to say this without the soundbite being taken independently. <laughs> Whatever, just go ahead. Just screw it. If it's, uh, yeah, that's what he said. From a biological standpoint, it's no different than being gay. A small mutation in the genome that determines our sexual preferences. Taking advantage of minors is wrong, disgusting, and vile even. There's a butt coming up, isn't there? Uh, he said medical treatment for pedophilia is going about it in the wrong way, much like conversion therapy for LGBT people. Oh, oh no. And he also said that he's much more sympathetic to anyone who was born with those urges. Yeah. Then what? Same... And gay people? <laughs> is that the no. implication? No, um... he's just more sympathetic towards pedophiles. In general. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were. I thought you were saying like, I mean, if I had to pick between gay people and pedophiles, I'm going team pedo. <laughs> Taking out of context too. Yeah, that you. You're worried yeah, that's about my like soundbite. That's the you're... worst soundbite. Oh, Kid Michael fuck. endorses pedophilia. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not editing it out. You can tell me too. I'm not doing it. All right. Um. Damn, you gotta be <laughs> such a fucking scumbag if I'm famous one day and you worked <laughs> this hard to find that soundbite. <laughs> It's gonna be me. <laughs> I hope you're still. It. I sh- I hope it, like the person in the future who's trying to cancel me with this is still listening to the recording to see if there's anything else. Because I just want to say, fuck you, dude. You went way too far for this. You went to season three, episode seventeen of It's the Kid Michael Show. <laughs> you scrubbed through so many fucking episodes just to find that one soundbite. You just anyway. wrote a bot that listens for you to say the word pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, th- this is not good. You can't be, can't be doing that. Like, yeah, you know, the, really, the the uh, the takeaway here, other than, uh, I guess, the takeaway is that if you're a celebrity or or anyone with a public platform, don't have any take on pedophilia, other than it's bad, obviously. Yeah. Have but that also, one. But also, th- 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 but like when people are like, all right, give us like a play by play of like what you're gonna, what we're gonna do with the pedophiles. Just sit that conversation out because there's no right answer. Yeah, but also don't just randomly tweet like pedophilia is bad because that's sus. Yeah, that's gonna obviously make people like think. always say that when you're prompted. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if just someone says, if someone walks up to you and says pedophilia is bad, just be like, of course. Yeah, you know, and then leave. Yeah, like the the, the area. Like just don't engage further. <laughs> I can't believe we need to coach these people on yeah. this. This feels very <laughs> obvious. There was, there was another thing we were doing. Oh yeah, I was talking about uh, was it eating dish soap or something? What? No. Yes, it was something like drinking that. Drinking rubbing alcohol. Yeah, drinking rubbing alcohol. We had the same exact thing. Where we had to like <laughs> yell at the hypothetical audience about like, don't fucking do that. Yes. Um. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did do a lot of research to see if it was biologically yeah, we... possible. Um. What was where where did where did this tangent come from? Oh yeah, letting black people into the Avengers. Yes. Um, uh, that seems like a good place to take a break at thirty-one yeah. minutes and that note. Marvel sure as hell did. Yeah, we'll be right back. And we're back. Um, 
Did we have anything else to talk about? Uh, besides that, we never I mean, talked about Andor, but it feels like it's been so yeah, long. Yeah, it's been... Uh, I mean, what else do you say except it's, like, fucking phenomenal? Yeah. Um, Wednesdays don't feel the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Wednesday, even, even all that hype about that fucking Adams Family spinoff, you, you following any of that? I've seen a lot of guerrilla marketing for it, but other yeah. than that, like, I don't care about the Adams Family. I'm under the age of 60. Here's my here's my thing about um what is keeping me from watching Wednesday. Um Netflix show, right? Yes. Boom, already off the table. Yeah. Tim Burton like post what's the last good Tim Burton movie? Modern Tim Burton is the is the bottom line here. Pass. Like you've already got two strikes. Like I don't Yeah. If anything, the resurgence of of or the the uh, the rise of this show just makes me want to watch like old Adams Family. Like maybe there's something there that I've missed pop culture wise. But like I don't want to watch this. Yeah, this spinoff from the from the era in which culture died. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like I want to know who this was aimed for. Because like I said, how many, I've seen do you think anyone watches that show and then goes, I'm going to watch the Adams family because I, I bet you a portion of them watch like the nineties movies. None of them watch the show. No, when was which the is show not, out? which is like to be fit. Like what? When was the original Adams family? Released? Probably sixties. Yeah. Right. And like to, to, to give people credit, like, that shouldn't be expected of you anyway. Like I'm not. Yeah. I, I can't really criticize you for not wanting to go back and watch The Adams Family. Um. So I don't was, really know why I'm bringing it up. I, I guess it's just it's just funny the idea that it's like a revival of a brand that will not. Uh, it's been dead for so long. Brand. I mean, it had that animated. It had two animated movies recently. I had no idea. You didn't know about that? Was a uh, I think who did the Adams Family movies? It wasn't Sony because Sony did Hotel Transylvania. I don't know, but there were two Adams Family movies, uh, animated movies recently, um, and people forget that like um, this is another point that has no point that I'm bringing up. Uh, the Adams Family was a comic first. Oh, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like I a that. funny pages type thing. The reason I know that is because the main actor they picked, Luis Guzman, they like picked hideous. him. Yeah, yeah, and they were people were like, he's not like the character he's playing, whose name I forget. Uh-huh. He's I not ugly. I'm sorry, Luis Guzman. If you if if I ever work with you or something, and you just heard that, that was uncalled for. I <laughs> well, he's not hideous, but him in character is supposed yeah. to be hideous. Yeah, uh, it's the hair. Yeah, and the makeup. The, and the makeup. Yeah, because just call Luis Guzman. Yeah, he's not. He's not. A, I, I don't. Fuck. I don't know him well enough to call him. A, like I've only seen him in this in Community, and he he looked fine. It's just in this show he's made to look like a very ugly character. So I hope if Luis Guzman never does listen to this, and I'm working with him on a movie or something, he listened far enough to read a backtrack and be like, "Whoa, wait a minute, let me take he a step just, back." I don't mean he didn't just stop listening and then yeah. hit you. Uh, just uh, it was distributed by Universal, but it was produced by. MGM? What? Man. <laughs> it was. I don't... Holy shit. Oh, copyright, dude. I, it's fucking it's so bananas. Yeah. Okay, so the, the the web of confusion there is that Netflix is its own company. Universal has Peacock. MGM has 
Prime, technically, because Amazon owns MGM. But Warner Brothers, which is HBO Max, owns old MGM. I hate streaming so much. So, I don't know what it is. This is I I, I think this is a remnant of um, the VHS era of like home video, where yeah. uh, MGM had a like a catalog of like classic movies like uh, Wizard of Oz and um, Wizard of Oz, Forbidden Planet, and I guess uh, Gone with the Wind are the big three of like the classic MGM movies. But there are a lot of like 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 MGM was way bigger in the, like the black and white era, and so they had this whole classic library. But um, it's not it, it's not cheap to to dis- to distribute um, home video. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because yeah, you, you do have it. to get the the physical uh, tapes or discs or whatever the the um, whatever it is at that point. Um, which is probably why a lot of streaming stuff doesn't come to Blu-ray because it's it's like you have to bu- you have to buy the raw materials and then like distribute them. And so anyway, I'm I'm. talking too much but the point is mgm at the time sold uh the distribution rights for its classic catalog to warner brothers i almost said dc that'd be funny uh to warner brothers the idea being because there was no such thing as streaming back then that um you know, this this just means that we still own it, but Warner Brothers is is making and selling the tapes. And then, when when you reevaluate that contract in a post streaming world, it just it essentially means that like Warner Brothers owns it. Yeah, because um, whoever can stream it owns it now. By the way, I I don't know this guy's name anymore, but I took it when I when I was taking improv class like way back when. Um, I don't know if I've ever said that on the show that I took improv once. Um, not, not something I really advertise, but, um, yeah, this, this guy was, uh, who was in my class at UCB was a, um, a copyright lawyer for streaming specifically. And I was like, what's that like? And the guy's like, dude, it's fucking awesome. None of them have like any plan for this. We just, we're just doing everything and like making so much money. (laughs) Cause this was like around the time where Netflix was getting big. And it was like there was no contract for anything because streaming didn't exist. Yeah. So it was a fucking it was like the Wild West for copyright. And like you could just get so much fucking money out of being a lawyer for for copyright and streaming. That's great. That sounds like a great career path, but Yeah, because you have a literal lifetime like over a lifetime's worth of of media, like from silent films to today or yeah. whenever this was 100 years yeah you have like 100 years worth of media that needs to go somewhere and there's no deal yet and the question of who owns it because these studios get bought and sold people they nickel and dime yeah, stuff out it sometimes. Was, so who it the was, hell owns it yeah it, it was a question at this point of um uh who uh, less who owns it and more like um well, I guess who owns it in the sense of distribution, but like the idea yeah. that uh, who can use it? Did we give? Yeah, who can use it? Um, how like like because you you think of it as is it being like Netflix going up to Disney and being like, hey, can we stream Mulan? And Disney being like, sure, but there's like more to it than that. Yeah, because who knows? 
who was making like DVDs for Disney or VHS or whatever. I think Disney did its own stuff, but but some some places didn't like MGM for its classic catalog, and so yeah, it was a fucking mess. Um, and I'm not smart enough to be a copyright lawyer, so no no skin off my back, I guess. But yeah, man, I wish I was, and I was yeah. there at the right time. I feel like I should have been. Well, we were in undergrad at the point at that point. But we would have gotten out just at the time that like everything was splintering. I feel yeah. like it was a second goal. But you gotta think they were playing that shit for years. Yeah. Like that's probably this guy at that time was probably like in on that kind of stuff. I would hope so. God. But money. All the it, it, it's funny because they, they made all those deals with Netflix and stuff, and now every studio is like kicking their fucking ass for doing it. Because I mean, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because um, there's the concept of, which which is what Warner Brothers Discovery now argues, which I, I don't know how true it is, is that there's a there's a concept of overstimulating your audience with possibilities, right? That if you yeah. put too much of your of your content onto a streaming service, um, it's it's going to discourage them from wanting to look at anything because they're overwhelmed. Um, which is why you see. Uh, um hbo max losing a lot of its own content um but on the flip side of that there's the fact that you have shit like peacock and paramount plus you have like uh things or even disney plus had this problem in the very beginning where it's like the whole selling point of your streaming service if it's disney plus is this is the disney streaming service but you've already like you already have a, a deal where it's like okay uh, Netflix has my movie for another three years, then it goes to Hulu, then it goes to Prime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they already plan too far ahead, so now they have to fucking wait for their own content back. And so you have a, a, a platform like Peacock that has none of its own content, or, like, very little of it. It has, like, all, like, the NBC stuff, but it doesn't have, like, the Jurassic Park movies or, like, Back to the Future. Like, all the classic Universal stuff, it doesn't have. And it's like, then what the fuck? You know what I mean? They They must be kicking themselves. I, it's also infuriating as a consumer because mm-hmm. recently we were talking about this. I wanted to watch House. I wanted to binge watch House, so I pay for Hulu because I play. For, I pay for Disney, ESPN, and and Hulu. Mm-hmm. So I go on Hulu and I type in House, and it's there, but it's a separate subscription. Yeah, that happens. House just happens to be on Peacock, despite being a Fox show. Oh yeah. So wait, hold on. Peacock... I bet you, I bet you, it got canceled and moved at some point. I'm gonna look this up. Oh, I'm. Sh- it must have, right? Because that, because I would, because you know, Community was a was an NBC show, but then it, 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 its final season was on Yahoo. Yeah, back when Yahoo had a streaming service. Who owns House? MD. House MF. No, House MD. He is a bit of an MF. I know Fox show. owns it, so there's like, oh no, 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 no. This is what it is. A lot of people uh, make the the mistake of thinking um, uh, the network that a, a show appears on is indicative of its ownership. Um, when a lot of times it's just being leased to a network, uh, like the fact that um, NBC had Community, but it was distributed by Sony. Or in this case, um, Fox aired House, but the distributor was NBC Universal Television. Oh, 
So sometimes like a company will own the rights to a show and make it and just think yeah. it's a better fit for a competitor. It's a weird incestuous landscape, the, te- the um, cl- uh, traditional television. And I guess also streaming. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I, I hate having to go that in detail to figure out who has what show on what streaming service now. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild to think that Twin Peaks used to air on ABC. Uh, that's that's the end of that thought. Um, yeah. No. What was? Oh, we could probably a Dark Tower that. show. I'm fucking excited oh, for that. Cool. Have you ever read the Dark Tower? No. Okay, so I love those books. I I, I have to fucking go back and like reread the fifth one because I never finished it, and it's really fucking long, and I just got to finish the series, and I'm halfway through. But anyway, the Dark Tower movie. Did you see it with Idris Elba? N- no, but I heard about it. It fucking sucked. I was gonna say I heard it was terrible, but mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I was really upset about that. And so Amazon Prime is picking up a series for the Dark Tower, and which like, given the the shit they just did with Lord of the Rings, you'd yeah. probably like you would think, oh, why would you ever be hyped about that? It's it's specifically because you know, again we talk about distributors versus um networks. In yeah. this case, uh, the distributor uh, was previously – who the fuck did they work for previously? I think Netflix. They worked for Netflix, and they did a few shows that I couldn't name off the top of my head, and then they moved to Amazon. But the thing that makes it exciting is that if you listen to interviews with uh, the guy who's writing the show, who's who works that distributor, it's his dream project. And, oh, that's like, cool. He genuinely fucking loves the series. And he's like, he's he's on record talking about like how he would do it, and it sounds good. So like, there's more hope for this. Yeah, there's there's more hope. Um, assuming Amazon Prime stays afloat as a, as a streaming service long enough, I, I say that. Well, Amazon, I shouldn't say Amazon will always be a streaming service, but I think its budget for new content is going to shrink significantly because they spent so much fucking money on Lord of the Rings with uh, not a lot of return what was even wrong with that that show it's just, it's i just mid yeah i, I figured you know what it was the, the way i'd put it um I, to be clear because because i think this is a misconception when i say this show sucks it, no, nothing about like uh, this is not me going like oh the woke agenda or anything like that like i, I that i don't give a shit i like galadriel as a character that, that, that none of that bothered me uh, I, I I could see a female protagonist on TV and like live to see another day. You know, I don't. I I genuinely don't care about that kind of stuff. <laughs> you mean your eyes don't bulge out sense, of your head? No, I, I I genuinely don't get mad about that kind of stuff. And I feel I feel like I have to clarify that because oh, that uh, sucks. A lot man. of people didn't like it because of that, and so I have to clarify that it's not why. But it's so dumb. You can't criticize things anymore without having to ask, openly be like, I'm not saying I hate gay people. I yeah, hate women. I hate minorities. Um. Yeah, I. I uh, but my, my point is that the reason I think it sucks uh, is because when you put it in the context that when uh, Lord of the Rings was being shopped to different networks, um, they were selling the brand of Lord of the Rings in the world, right? Yeah. But they you couldn't adapt the Lord of the Rings novels, and you couldn't adapt the Silmaridian. Do you know what that is? 
Oh, isn't that like the the Bible essentially? Sort of, of. Lord of the Rings. So yeah. you couldn't directly adapt the Silmarillion, but so the idea was, uh, I don't know how much you know about the lore of Middle Earth, but there's three ages, right? There's the first age, which is the majority of what the Silmarillion covers, which is about um, the war with uh, Sauron's master um, Morgoth. Uh, which is like insane. There's like fucking like an army of Balrogs and shit. It's awesome, uh, crazy shit. That's the first age. Then yeah. there's the second age, which is primarily the transition into the third age. Like the only thing that's really notable about it is at the very end when they kill Sauron and take the ring for the first time, right? And the third age is the Lord of the Rings. Okay. the uh, The point I'm getting at here is the second age has the least written about it. Right? Okay, that makes sense, I guess. So, being that they could not cover the first or third age, they had to develop a show about the second age. And you realize very quickly watching the show that it was kind, it was reasonable to not write that much about the second age. <laughs> There's nothing there. That's the, that's the point I'm getting at. Is that yeah. there was not enough there for a compelling story, which is the only way they could get that show made, but at the same time is the reason that show is not compelling enough because there's not enough to do there. I always thought from the moment that show was announced to the moment it released to the moments people complained about it, it was the fact that it was supposed to be Amazon's uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's fucking hysterical that they spent that much money to compete with a show that was no longer on the air. By the time it for released. like two years, right? Oh, th- dude, no, they were. Oh, oh, you mean how long was it off the yeah, air? Yeah, Game of Thrones had been off the had air for like. like I, I feel like it's. I feel like it was like four. But maybe it might have been I don't four. Know. I don't remember. COVID like four, is destroyed. It, uh, when did Game of Thrones end? Let's look that up. It's gonna be like 2017, and I'm gonna like lose my mind. Started in 2011. Yeah, well, I know it was on for a long time. 2019. Well, so three if, years. So we were like, Googled, we we literally split the difference. I googled Game of Thrones end, and uh, the first thing that comes up is, was Game of Thrones the worst ending in television history? Mm-hmm. Eh. Um, I, I'm I, I don't have <laughs> enough of a horse in that race for that one. But, um, yeah, so it was like three years where there was just no Game of Thrones, and they were still making this show that was supposed to be the Game of Thrones killer. It was like you, you're you're way too fucking late at this point. You're killing a dead guy, guys. Um, like the other thing, by the way, that I should clarify about the Second Age um, is that there there is like stuff that happens in it uh, that is notable, but an age is like a millennia, I guess. Is yeah. I don't I don't know how long an age is in Lord of the Rings, but it's a long fucking time, right? So nothing happens at the pace of a story. It happens like over thousands of years. And so I don't know if you know this about token fans, but they're super fucking anal about timelines and lore and sticking to it. Yeah. And I, I, I personally, I don't think that um, moving away from your source material makes a, makes something bad. I'm, I'm not of that mind, but um they condensed thousands of years of events into like happening in a few episodes because they oh. needed they needed shit to happen. Yeah. Okay. So all of a sudden characters know each other who, who weren't alive at the same time. And like it was a it was a clusterfuck. 
you can't make Lord of the Rings and not cater to the hardcore audience yeah. at this point. It just doesn't make sense. Like Star Wars, you can easily get away with not pandering to hardcore fans. I honestly, I think, um, because from what I've read, the, the, the showrunners of Lord of the Rings like are pretty big token heads. I, I have a feeling that they had it in them to make a good Lord of the Rings show. The problem in this case was the token estate because they should have just let them do like they shouldn't have been so picky with uh what they're giving people. Yeah. Like they set everyone up for failure. The apparently I remember it cuz uh I I don't know who the, his name but the descendant of J.R.R. Token is the one who like r- runs the estate. Um and so these networks were pitching because he he went out to all the networks and he said um we're we're putting Lord of the Rings back out there so pitch me what you want. And then so HBO pitched them a remake of the movies as a limited series that'd be like cool. re- re- remaking the movies as an hbo show and they didn't like yeah. that because the, the 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 movies are still so ingrained in our memory and they are so fucking good that like like how do you like, it's it's not material you can do again for a long time um that's fair then but the funny one was that netflix apparently the netflix pitch was uh, a cinematic universe in the vein of Marvel where you and Aragorn and a Gollum movie and a Gandalf movie and then you tie them oh. all together and that apparently the quote was that like it scared the shit out of the head of the token estate like it, it frightened him to hear this pitch <laughs> I'm just imagining him cowering in the corner as he's listing minor characters getting their own show I mean that sounds fucking awful <laughs> oh yeah no that sounds terrible That's how, that, w- that thinking was out of place when the universal like universe died in like what was it 2014 2015 mm-hmm. so like to try to do that again in 2020 no okay absolutely actually, not. now that we're on that topic uh, or just to circle back you, you got to think about uh if the dc universe as it was is dead um only two of the cinematic universe well i guess if you count star wars it's three but I don't know if you really count Star Wars. I don't count Star Wars. Only two of the cinematic universes from that that like bubble survived. Marvel and 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 Godzilla and King Kong for some oh, yeah. reason. Well, because you they, could... I'm not saying those movies are bad. It's just yeah, like yeah. they're not the ones I expected to make it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. God, that is hilarious. You 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 just have like the original and also Godzilla because Godzilla is awesome. Big monsters are cool. Mm-hmm. It's really what it boils down to. You don't need a lot more than we're going to make this big monkey and this big lizard punch each other for an hour and a half. Have fun. Have we talked about how, for some reason, uh, Disney Plus is doing a King Kong show, but it's in the universe of the Peter Jackson movie? I think we brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'll, every time I think about that, I'm like, I'm excited, but I'm like, why the f- who the fuck came up with this? <laughs> what? Who pitched this? Who had the balls? Like, all right. So I'm gonna list off some cinematic universes just to show you who who's died along the way. In memoriam, Our, DC extended universe sounds yeah, dead that's dead. X Men universe. Oh, actually, no, because it's still part of the Marvel multiverse. I guess it technically survived, but not really. No new movies though. Yeah, the Spider Man shared. Actually, I guess that's still alive too. But anyway, I... we're gonna count. We're gonna count the Marvel ones that are technically still alive through the multiverse, but are basically dead we're gonna count those as dead all right so x-men spider-man universe yeah um dc universe Mm -hmm. what else we got here 
Star Wars universe doesn't count. The Dark Wait. Universe, which is the Universal Monsters. Yes. Monsterverse survived. Transformers universe, kind of. Kind of. Fast and Furious did one spinoff and then went back to just Fast and Furious. Yeah, I was actually going to ask if they count. Yeah, I, I think it counted as an attempt. Yeah, they, they tried. Oh, you well, know I'm... which one? I don't know if this one's still around, actually. Is the Conjuring one. I haven't heard anything about that in a very long time. I wonder if they're still making movies because in Because they did, like, The Nun and La Llorona and uh, yeah. Annabelle. I don't know if they're still doing it. Kingsman. Oh, yeah. What the? Why is King Arthur Legend of the Sword on this list? Believe it or not, this is Den of Geek, by the way. Den of Geek.com. Oh, fair. Believe it or not, there, there was something of a small arms race between studios about who would be the first to adapt the well-known intellectual property in the public domain. As in thousands of years old or so, the stories of King Arthur and Robin Hood. The reality was a hot minute where up to 10 different competing versions of Robin Hood were in development. And some studios, to make their King Arthur movies more supernatural, uh, and some studios to make their King Arthur movies more supernatural, a la Pirates of the Caribbean, and others like a Mission Impossible movie, whatever that meant. The two that made it to the screen first, respectively, were Warner Brothers' Guy Ritchie Misfire, King Arthur, The Legend of the Sword, and Lionsgate's spectacularly awful Robin Hood Origins. Never even fucking heard of that, by the way. Robin Hood Origins. Which was then imaginatively retitled Robin Hood. Okay, I guess that's why I never heard of it. Yeah. If they had worked, if they had worked, studios imagined conceivable spinoffs starring Lancelot, Galahad, Little John. Wait, it's never connected? Even Friar Tuck. Did it work? Heavens no. But their failure gave space for the brilliant Green Knight adaptation. Wait, so these, these movies were connected? Apparently. Or they what? were supposed to be connected? That's so weird. Oh, I just remembered that the Arrowverse is also dead. Yeah. Is, is it? Is, is, is there nothing left? I thought they were. I thought they canned everything. I, I'm not sure. It's funny how that was a lot closer to being DC. Oh, I remember universe. this Robin Hood movie. It really? did look exactly like the Guy Ritchie movie. Now I think it probably was the same universe. Um, what the fuck is this act? It was the main actor from Kingsman, who played Robin Hood. The Arrowverse is dead, by the way. Okay. It nice. died with the ending of the Flash tonight season. Don't sound so happy. I mean, I tried to get into Legends of Tomorrow once. Like, that was fucking, that was an adventure. Um, I got so into Green Arrow in season one and two. It was so good. And then it was so bad. Is Robin, I can't get a straight answer on this, but I'm so fucking curious. Robin Hood, what year did it come out? 2018. Connected to King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. This is just about legend. Let's see. Movie comparison. Well, they both did bad, I guess, is the takeaway. Okay, yeah, well. well. I'm not going to find a straight answer on this. Yeah, no. Nah. Are we actually entering the death of the cinematic universe? Or do you think lower tier studios are going to try to make their own 
still because it made so much money. Well, DC is clearly going to do it again. Um, yeah, true. I feel, but like the cinematic universe makes sense for superheroes. I think it's. <laughs> I think the cinematic universe is going to become what it was before the cinematic universe, which is just a series with spinoffs. So basically, what yeah. Star Trek was, you know what I mean? Yeah, because that's what Star Wars has become. It's become Star Wars and the spinoffs. So <laughs> Star Wars and the Legend. I of the guess spin-offs. that's I guess that's a cinematic universe if you want to call it that. If you're like got your heart set on it, yeah. I guess I'm hung up on the idea that cinematic universes have to come from things that had already existed. You know, like like the Universal monsters or superheroes. But it can just be like Star Wars is a cinematic universe. Things happen that are completely unconnected. Rarely, but they do. Mm-hmm. When do we get a C three PO show? You're, Star Wars droids. You don't. You don't know that cartoon? No. It's an old, that was one of the original Star Wars cartoons. Was droids? Jesus Christ! Droids and Ewoks were the two cartoon spinoffs of Star Wars before Clone Wars. Like way before Clone Wars. CNN Jeez. cancels Stanley Tucci. Oh, they meant. I meant the show. <laughs> I was like, what do, you, what do you mean CNN cancels Stanley Tucci? What did he do? Uh, they just, <laughs> they just, they've tweeted. God, you're not allowed my to brain like is like fried. <laughs> that that was where my that, that was where it went. Uh, we're at the hour arc, so why don't we just cut it here? Because I'm fucking starving. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, but yeah, too. um, this should be out in a week, and then right after there should be a holiday special. I almost said Halloween special. Yeah, you did. A I Christ- heard that. A Christmas holiday, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you know, whatever. Festivus. You Festivus. Yeah. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. As always, I'm your host, Kid Michael. You can follow the show on Instagram at It's Kid Michael and on Twitter at It's Kid Michael. Uh, the theme song was written and performed by Matthew Rosenthal, and uh, the episode was edited by executive producer Kevin.